thank you. It's been a joy to be with you. Let me get on screen and uh, we'll begin the day. And uh, <clears throat> well, thank God for Monday Manor, you know, as uh, I'm sure each one of us would know about how manna just came from heaven. And, and uh, the Lord would rain, it seems, the word says the Lord would rain manna and it was just for the day. <clears throat> and they had to gather it and anything extra would not go for the next day. Uh, and uh, this is a ritual that happened every particular morning. We really thank God for CBMC for uh, this initiative where we start the week with uh, <clears throat> empowerment and thoughts that would be absolutely, uh, you know, for the week ahead. Uh, I know that all of us are aging. I mean, by the day, uh, I keep sharing with friends and people saying that uh, the batteries of my clock had stopped ages ago. So I continue to be in my teens, at least mentally. I cannot uh, have control over my body, but definitely over my mind. So don't worry about getting old. <laughs> worry about uh, thinking old. <clears throat> this morning, I would uh, like, I, I wish we were together in, in a hall or physically. Well, praise God, the things are opening up. I'm just back from Shillong and a place called Tura, a marvelous time with people there. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that all of us at some, not at some point, I, I mean, continuously we are thinking. There's uh, not a moment in time that uh, our mind is like probably uh, somewhere I was reading about somebody telling his mind, can, can you please switch off because I want to go to sleep. So uh, what do you think? <clears throat> and here it's not like seeking an opinion because sometimes we will give an idea or a concept or something and say, what do you think? But here I want to focus on what, <clears throat> what do you think? What do I think? Uh, our thoughts, I, I like to, you know, uh, also call it stories. Mm -hmm. They influence our lives. They influence our behavior. They influence our actions. The morning's headlines uh, will, <clears throat> will be influencing our behavior. Uh, I'm advised uh, not to stay up late, uh, look at the news, because uh, uh, there's no good news at all on today's television or today's newspaper. In fact, many years ago, when somebody asked me why I was in advertising, I said, because it is only, it's the only place where you have good news. Okay. Um, otherwise, the rest is all bad news. So... Uh, we are victims of our environment and, uh, you know, the things that we read, the things that we hear, and especially also the thoughts shape our lives and influence our lives. So we're going to briefly uh, consider this and ponder over this in terms of its influence and impact. I wonder how often you tell this to yourself that you are absolutely amazing. <clears throat> I'm not trying to get some brownie points this morning uh, you know, to put this up. And the reason why I have to remind ourselves and confirm to ourselves, affirm to ourselves that we are, <coughs> excuse me, that 
were amazing because there's not a single individual on the face of the earth like you or me. <clears throat> uh, why do I say that? You know, unfortunately, here in India, we use the the uh, thumb impression to say that you know we cannot sign. So, so if we are, you know, if you have, you know, the people who cannot sign have to put this thumb impression and uh, move on. But uh, biometrics has proven to us, and I'm sure that all of us travel. That, uh, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, is, uh, uh, you know, the passports are not, uh, not enough. Our pictures are not enough. Um, I'm sure that this has happened to you, it happens to me. People ask, uh, you know, at the immigration, you put four of your fingers on this machine. And as if that is not enough, I put your thumb impression. Then you move on to your left hand. Again, the same ritual. Then look into the camera. Why? Why this tremendous amount of confirmation? Just to ensure that this Sam Rufus, there may be another Sam Rufus in terms of my name, but this Sam Rufus is the Sam Rufus that he claims to be. And for me and for you, is the Sam Rufus that God created. I firmly believe God broke the mold after he created me and he created you. So I wonder whether this affirmation, this confirmation, begins every morning for each one of us. I must confess that even though I have this slide up, I, I, I'm in such a hurry sometimes, it's just very quickly brush, shave, and, you know, out. Never ponder, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness, which is new every morning. Thank you for your faithfulness in terms of me and us. So I want to leave this as a cornerstone. I just want to leave this as a foundation for us. Is, you know, how, how our day will shape up, how our business will shape up, how our future will shape up for us in worship, thanking the Lord for who he is and what he made you and me. And because we have this unique birthmark, we can set our own benchmarks of performance and achievement. And this is to fulfill God's expectations. Each day he's given us. He has his own plan and purpose, but I, I don't listen. I'm about my own plans and purpose. Lord, what do you want me to do this morning? Or I want you to go before me as I go into this presentation. Or I wish to go into this, this particular business deal or whatever be the case. So honestly, when we look at life and we look at our experiences, it's far from a beginning such as I'm painting for you or sharing for you. Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man and a woman thinks in his or her so is he or she. The question is, do I affirm this when I wake up? <clears throat> is the, are these my first thoughts? So something else absolutely rushes 
into our minds. <coughs> Wonder if you met these three persons, okay? Again, I said, I wish we were in the physical, would have heard some responses in terms of who these three persons are. <clears throat> Strangely, you and I are not one person, but these three. And who are these three? You know, the, the, the one you think you are, the one others think you are, and the one you really are. I wonder if you ever thought about this in terms of... And uh, what happens is when we ask the question in terms of what do you think, it depends on who of the three of us is asking the question. The one who I think I am, the one others think that I am, and the one that I really am. <clears throat> it's very interesting in terms of how this whirlwind of, of thoughts keep uh, you know, happening in our minds and, and, and we try and align and adjust according to these three individuals uh, within us, each one of us. If you're feeling good, it's because we are thinking good thoughts. I'm feeling good by being with you this morning. It's because, uh, you know, we are in this wonderful uh, session called Monday Manor. And uh, I believe that each one of us would have brought up with different challenges, but we're feeling good. But is that the case always? What occupies our mind most of the time? What is it? completely captures us and takes over this engine of ours. Some research has been done, and uh, this is not a, you know, a list which is exhaustive, but largely this, these are the thoughts that actually keep going through people's minds, whether they're in the professions, whether they're students, you know, that I'm not smart enough. You know, look at all these people, you know, they're bright and you know, whatever. Or, uh, you know, uh, this really is very tough. I don't think I can get down to achieving this. Very often when we have seminars and we are looking for people, I wonder if people will turn up for this particular meeting. It's too difficult to, to learn the skill or to, to learn this concept or whatever be the case. And of course, we keep telling ourselves that uh, I've already tried this, you know, over three times and it hasn't worked, so I don't see the reason for going that way. But sometimes that's true, is don't keep digging at the same place. Do lateral thinking rather than vertical thinking. And of course, this is the worst one, is nobody cares about me. Okay, I have to make my own breakfast. Okay? Well, the question is, why not? Okay, why do you have to wait till your wife gets up and gives you a breakfast or your maid, right? So essentially what happens is that the, the thoughts that we think, they, they actually take us backwards. They, they um, you know, they don't empower us to go forward. My favorite phrase is, phrase is you know, I, I fail very often, but I fail forward. Okay. I don't fail backwards, but that's exactly a skill that I've tried to, learn and adapt. So our negative thinking will never make what? I'm not talking about thinking positive, but our lives positive. 
and and we are meant to be ambassadors. And ambassadors cannot be people who seem to not be powerless. I'm literally talking about an ambassador. I keep watching, you know, sometimes looking at the UN meetings and I keep studying their, their body language and how is their eye contact, whatever, just to learn. And then, of course, whatever they say uh, is dictated by that. So if there's anything that I want to share with you this morning is, is do not allow as soon as something like this negative comes in that you cannot do it or you cannot achieve it or it's too difficult. I mean, just put an inventory sign. Stop it, you know? And, and let that no entry sign, let not this thought in enter. Uh, it's garbage. So to, to throw it out and don't even let it come. And, you know, whatever, you see, once it comes, it invades your mind. And, and our audio behavior is, is governed by that as you go on. I firmly believe that our lives is as good as our mindsets, you know. This is not for a, for a moment or for, an inst for a second to say, you know, that oh, we're going to have happy times all over and, and it's going to be you know, all joy. No, far from it. But we never let our circumstances, as far as possible, to actually govern us and to influence us and to influence our actions. We have a choice. And that's the choice that you and I ought to make. I'm sure none of us on this platform this morning would say, no, no, I, you know, I, I, I would like to think negative. Well, sometimes I say, well, you know, don't look at it as negative, but look at it as another opinion because we're sharpening ideas. That's, that's where we need it. And in fact, <clears throat> there is too little of, uh, you know, of debate in, in some of our committees or some of our meetings. In fact, I, 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 I want debate. I, I want people to oppose, not oppose each other, which we normally do, but oppose the concept, oppose the idea, because we are all striving and are passionate about a great idea. So our lives will be as good as our thinking. This morning I have Jackie here, who's I was telling Samson that she is uh, our dear sister-in-law, my wife's sister. She's, she's tuned in from Sydney this morning and her, I, her husband was with IBM, Lionel. So I used to, used to give me a lot of you know, literature from IBM. And I just loved one word of theirs, one word mission statement is think. That's, that's, that's there. And therefore always think in terms of how great this company could be. So we always have this choice of being a backward class or forward class, and I, I'm not in any way being racist or, you know, being uh, the kind of uh, the kind of divisions and segregation that we have for our voting or policies. But I want us to ponder and say that are we are we backward looking in terms of our thinking? Or are we forward-looking? And uh, which class would you like to belong to in your thought life? Well, <clears throat> I have chosen, and I'm sure you two would, given the option of the choice, 
is to be world-class. And this is not just in a manner of speaking, not just in terms of, you know, some kind of a rhetorical kind of a concept or whatever. No, that's the choice you want to make. Well, we may not be there, but we can get there. Very often I begin my program by saying that when you reach for the stars, you may not touch them, but one thing is sure, you will not come up with a handful of dust. Okay. So that's exactly what are not a mere aspiration, but our thoughts, our standards, our benchmarks. Over the weekend, I was in, in a place called Tura in Meghalaya, uh, visiting a Christian school, which was over 100 years old, and a, uh, you know, a hospital by the same mission over 100 years old. And, um, you know, praise God for, for these resources and these places that have happened. But unfortunately, they're still 100 years old. Please pray for for this place where we really want to bring about a revolution. And I believe not we, but God will do that just if he finds people willing to, do, to come and do that, right? So one of the questions I asked was, does everybody have a mobile phone? And they said, yes. So I said, how come our thinking is not as contemporary as our mobile phones? So friends, it's a choice that we make very important. The only limits, in our lives are the ones that we create with our mind. There are some who, even the space is not any limit. Talk to Elon Musk and he'll tell you. Okay. So the only limits are the ones that we put on with, with our minds and that's exactly where all creation takes place, all decision takes place as we move along. I want you to consider this, that when we are doing this, you know, it is self-abuse. Would you like to, uh, you know, do this yourself? Why? You know, no negative thinking, no signal took us anywhere. On the other hand, we, we, we consider and say that, well, you know, let's give it a go. Let's try. Well, if we fail, we fail. We, you know, but if you haven't tried, then we have failed already. And that's a decision. So I want us to ponder over this series, what's restricting us from achieving our highest potential? We don't have the time, but I would like you to, do, you know, consider uh, writing down on a piece of paper, what are the three thoughts that are holding you back? I'm not saying five, I'm not saying two, it's a Trinitarian concept, three, just three. What are these three thoughts that are holding you back? In your professional life, in your family life, in your church life, and you know, you can expand it to whatever. But this is exactly why progress is not taking place. This is exactly why we are not moving ahead. Because already we've, we've, we've shut the doors, we've, you know, we've, we've put shackles on our feet. Of course, you can, if you can see, you know, there's fear most certainly there. And that's exactly why the Lord kept on telling his people, fear not, right? And yet they continue to fear as we go along. Another aspect I want to leave with you this morning is what are the stories we are telling ourselves about relationships? You know, we can't do everything ourselves. We have to work with teams. 
we have to work with congregations, we have to work with fellowships, etc. I had the opportunity to make a presentation over the, to the chief minister of, uh, of Meghalaya, arranged by the Haggai Institute, of which I'm a very ardent, passionate member. And one of the things that I left behind is, I, I said for him and his legislators, the first thing for them to rethink is education. And I'm not talking about degrees, okay? Talking about education. And once you're educated, you have a, a thought life which is powerful, then you, you move in and, and today it is the youth. Second, it's the youth that we need to invest in and most certainly is in policy making, in, in policy making. How much of our decisions are just uh, our resolutions, but not policies, you know? Strategic policies that will have impact. So we need to do that with people. So I want to give us our thought is, what is the story we are telling ourselves about ourselves? You don't tell it to them in so many words, but it's governing our actions, our behavior in home or wherever, about our boss, about our colleagues, about our neighbors. I mean, this is just a sample. And, and I'm sure that, I mean, I don't even have to elaborate this, but it is, it is affecting relationships. And it's all just a thought within our minds. So reset it, okay? Do something about it. Have what I call the second, the third, the fifth right answer. Well, this could be your first opinion and say, no, how about, how am I resetting and looking at it differently? And uh, let me look at it a different way. The greatest enemy to creative thinking is what I call the first right answer. My boss used to make me write 50 headlines and he demanded that they be brilliant before we hit the newspapers, which is in half an hour's time. What stories are you telling yourself about relationships? So erase the fake stories. They are fake, okay? They are, they are figments of our imagination. Very often we think things that, which are not true. I mean, it's completely different. And guess what? We have been telling these stories to ourselves for years on end. They could be, you know, old mistakes. They could be old wounds. But this is exactly every morning we get up with these kind of particular thoughts invading our minds. So friends, make a delete list this morning as, you know, I, I want to delete this. So write it down and exit out so that you have a physical confirmation about these fake stories. There are these many critics in our heads, okay? So talk back to these voices. I'll give you a sample, for instance, when you say, I'm not good enough, replace it with I'm a work in progress. What if I fail? So what? Failure is not fatal. Suppose you say I'm stuck. Well, because you are continuing to think the same things again and again and expect different results. Oh, say I have a second-rate answer. I don't know how to start. Well, I'll start where I am. What will people think? Shun the skeptics. <laughs> I have a simple way of saying they are not paying my electricity bills. Okay. Cannot afford time and money. Very often that's true, but let's reprioritize. I like this. What's, what's the point of the, well, what next? 
Next is a great, wonderful word. So you and I are much more than our inner critics. Right. The accuser will continue to be there. So the stories we tell ourselves determine the path that we are on. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Not just in a manner of speaking, not because we've heard this verse so very often, that's exactly what we are commanded to do. And lean not on your own understanding. It will take you thus far and no further. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Why am I saying this? Because he himself has said it. That's my confidence. That's my boldness. Hebrews chapter 13 verses 5 and 6. He himself has said so that we may boldly say. That's where our boldness comes from. So this let me very quickly conclude. Change your thoughts and you will change your world. Number one, don't shy away from failure. Don't hesitate to take on challenges. Say yes, irrespective and move on. Edison, great guy, you know, he kept on failing. And when somebody asked him that, how come you continued after so many experience? He said, like, for instance, I know so many things don't work. He continued that as a lesson. And you only fail when you stop trying. Or they tell yourself that I've tried it for over three times. We all have self-doubts. Positivize that. Consider that as a positive emotion in the sense that, uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I think I'm absolutely right in saying that I don't have the competency or the skill, but I'm going to attain it. I'm not going to be stagnating that in there. I'm going to ask a friend or ask a younger person to show me how. So don't run away. And it's, it's only through challenges we improve. And we have, we are amazing people who we need to believe in ourselves. So move from self-doubt to self-confidence. Don't resist negative feedback. Embrace it. Ask for it. Because when we get negative feedback, it's like somebody telling us, hey, you got something on your cheek. You can't see that for yourself. And after receiving that feedback, take time to plan out how you will apply it. And you might even do this with the person who gave you the feedback. So very important. I love this. Obstacles are those frightful things you see when you take your eyes off your goal. Okay. <clears throat> those are the things when you see. So what do you think? <laughs> I can't do it. Or I can do it. I think it was Henry Ford who said, in both cases, you'll be right. If you say I can't do it, well, you'll be right. And if you say I can't do it, and I like the Nike spirit. Nike is one of my favorite brands, not because they sell shoes, but because they sell a great attitude, which gives you a great altitude. Okay. <laughs> and from just do it, they've knocked off the word just and do it. So the, 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 the mind is full of how to do it, how to break these barriers, how to break these records. So focus on what you want to be. Focus on the goal and not the obstacles rather than who you think you are right now. Okay, so friends, here's a new mindset will give us new results. 
for God has not given us the spirit of fear. I mean, you know, let's repeat that. God has not given us the spirit of fear. This is something we take on, our, on ourselves by choice. But he's given us power. He's given us love. And he's given us absolutely sound mind. So you've got power, you've got love, and you've got sound mind. That's exactly what he's given us marvelously. Because, you know, he has made us amazing people. So you and I will be, you know, the stories we create. Your stories create your life. My stories create my life. So friends, always rewrite your story. It doesn't have to be, the chapter has to be, you know, fresh and new and again. Rewrite your story. Rewrite the story of yourself. Rewrite the story of your company. Rewrite the story of your, your last profession or your move from whatever. And, you know, and it'd be an absolutely amazing uh, future. What do you think is the pondering question? Point to ponder. What do you think? So, friends, have a great week. It's been a joy to share these thoughts with you. May the Lord go before you and give you the kind of success that you never experienced before. Let us pray. Thank you for being your father. We thank you, Lord, that just when we feel depressed, just when we feel low, Lord, when we look up to you, we see absolutely limitless skies and blue skies. And you are our God. You are our Lord. And you told us that, you know, I, I, even before I formed you, I, I thought about you even before I formed you. And even as you were coming out of your mother's womb, I sanctified you and made you a prophet unto the nations. Lord, forgive us for the times that we've forgotten this wealth and forgotten this affirmations and this birthmark that you put into our lives. Father, we must confess that the circumstances around us are very defeating. But you've reminded us to tell us, I can and we can do all things through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who strengthens us, strengthens us in body, in mind, and spirit. So, Father, we pray for thy blessings and thy favor on each one of us and others as we go forward. And we seek your mercies. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.